Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Digital Value Creation. I can't believe it's been almost a year since ChatGPT burst into the tech scene. Even though AI has been around for years, generative AI is all the buzz right now. The energy and hype remind me so much of the early blockchain and crypto days. And looking back, blockchain didn't really change businesses as profoundly as we all thought it would. So will generative AI follow the same fate? Or can we learn from history and create more real business transformation this time? I think this time it's different. Here's why. I have been off the air for a while using all the cool Gen AI tools from ChatGPT, Dolly, Midjourney, and Cloud AI. Like many of you, I was trying to make sense of probably the biggest technology shifts in our lives. Since this channel is focused on business value creation, there was frankly not much tangible results to discuss. You and me and everyone else have been experimenting with new technology and not actually transforming businesses just yet. Those of you who watch this channel know that I think many companies get stuck in experimentation when it comes to new technology and never quite graduate to real business applications. Most generative AI projects are still in a pilot stage, and there are not many stories that have declared millions of dollars of bankable benefits. But there are some on the horizon, and we'll talk about them. Before we dive into the latest developments, it is worthwhile to take a pause and look back at another major revolution that, in retrospect, did not change industries. Remember blockchains? And I don't mean crypto, but the business use of blockchains? I sure do. While crypto was really ubiquitous for many consumer applications, business blockchains haven't become dominant. What happened to the promise of those? I still remember the early days of business blockchain fever. I was there. This was a few years after Bitcoin came out, just after Ethereum was dropped. Consensus 2015 and then 2016 were conferences in New York that many of us remember as watershed events. Everyone was there. The excitement was palpable. Companies made grand declarations about their blockchain initiatives. Consultants formed blockchain practices. Many tech giants filed blockchain patents. Entire industries were supposed to be disrupted. Companies with blockchain in their name saw their value multiply. I still remember this Long Island iced tea company that changed its name to Long Blockchain Corp and doubled the stock value. Those were the times. VCs funded everything that resembled Bitcoin, Ethereum, or blockchain in general. Those were the early signs of the boom. And there were many open source projects everywhere. Many were idealistic, not destructed by uh, crypto wealth. In fact, in those days, we didn't yet have our first crypto billionaires. Now, looking back, it did feel the people and companies were looking for real solutions and not just trying to make a quick coin, pun intended. So there were so many use cases that captured the imagination, providing finances for millions without bank accounts, creating decentralized power grids, where you can trade solar energy with your neighbors on the blockchain. And, and probably many, many more. 
there were a lot of discussions about blockchain-based identity verification or proving origins of products called providence, ranging from diamonds to pharma supply chain. Almost 10 years later, we are hard-pressed to find business blockchains in our daily lives. While crypto lives on, ICOs and NFTs have faded away, and all those great business use cases have mostly disappeared. The unbanked in Africa still use mobile phone credits for payments and not decentralized ledgers. Banks still validate counterparties the old-fashioned way, sometimes on the phone. And we are not trading electricity with our neighbors on Ethereum. So what? This revolution and the Gen AI revolution have similarities. My point is what we all know. Technology revolutions go through predictable stages of hype, excitement, experimentation, overinvestment, and sometimes decline. Will generative AI be different? Now, on one hand, we are seeing some of the same signs as we saw with blockchain, at least business blockchain. The hype is everywhere. Some predict the end of humanity. Incumbents resist the change. Look at the writer strike. Many large language models become democratized through open source like Stable Diffusion, Llama, Falcon, and they spawn thousands of spin-off projects. But most of us cannot afford the computing power needed to run these Gen AI models. So big tech needs to lead. Use cases exist in almost all areas of human activity. Businesses started experimenting in many business processes, content creation, customer service, marketing campaigns, predictive analytics, software programming, R&D, recruiting. I could go on. Some people already declared the end of advertising copywriting or even English essays in, in high schools. Some alarmists declared book, book publishing to be over. Then again, Amazon now limits the number of books you can publish to three a day meaning they assume it's going to be with Gen AI. So here's the big change. While traditional enterprise software created efficiencies in repetitive, low-level tasks, generative AI use cases stand out because they are addressing higher-level cognitive functions, white-collar work, that are done by expensive workers. And that can be both massive value and maybe a labor disruption. But in many industries, these higher-level jobs have severe constraints, too. So Gen AI can free up capacity and enable business growth. That's the rationale. There are so many examples that I've seen for this in the last few months. Hospitals have chronic shortage of clinicians, meaning doctors and nurses. AI is expected to take over many aspects of those uh, roles in administration, from patient registration, checkouts, diagnostics even. Oil companies are experimenting with AI-supported exploration to augment their geologists and geophysicists, which are both in short supply. The same thing is happening in high-tech, where product design and even top-level customer support is provided by very experienced and limited engineering teams. AI can free up those engineers. The other reason I believe different, it's different this time is because of the staggering investment or spend on Gen AI vendors already. OpenAI alone is estimated to have a billion dollar annual run rate, most of it coming from enterprise customers. 
AI language models create huge demand for providers of AI chips like GPUs from NVIDIA, specialized AI chips from Google like TPUs and Qualcomm's MPUs. Gen AI also requires massive computing capacity, whether from data center providers or from hyperscalers like AWS and Google. And all of that will be billions of dollars of spend. And it's even more significant because none of this spend was budgeted for the current fiscal year, as most companies are in the middle of it. So businesses are reallocating billions of dollars from existing projects and are spending it on AI technologies and service providers. So all in all, Gen AI feels different, not because AI chatbots are cool, they are, but because they are solving real business problems at scale. Businesses are making massive financial bets beyond just experimentation. We are close to seeing businesses get beyond these science experiments and start deploying AI in real-world processes, and I'm seeing them already. Now, you remember one of the promises of blockchain, decentralized autonomous organizations? Will we see autonomous self-regulating entities guided by AI managed through blockchains? Well, we're sure getting closer. Now that we have most more business projects underway, uh, I plan to cover more business Gen AI news in the months ahead. I have some collaborators lined up, so be sure to subscribe. Exciting times ahead. Talk soon.